parents are still trying to get me out of the house by Yeah, that's not happening. Live. We've been quarantined this, this is live the, right now. We're, we're quarantined to the basement, buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Justin's been practicing quarantine for the last eight months. It's been great. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to do this? Yes. Oh man. Well, hey there. This is the Weekly Grind, a podcast where we work out the topics that shape and influence the culture, community, and church of today from a biblical perspective. My name is Ben. Here with. All of us, all of our friends. Whole entourage. Yeah. Today. Pastor Chip, Mr. Justin Brond, the temp, bringing us the word today. Yeah. Amen. Joining us out of the quarantine corner and in the quarantine corner is Pastor Kenny B. That's Pat, my, amen. This is my big debut. I'm really excited about this. Don't screw it up. I won't. It's a I won't. If I mess up today, I may not be invited back. So. And we got Cody over there, the scene not heard producer. He's the man. What's happening? This is the Weekly Grind. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Happy Sunday morning. You know, coming in this morning, I've, my thoughts were a little bit different than last week. You know, I was I was excited last week. Just, I was looking at it as more of an opportunity. Yeah. Um, I was sad this morning. I'm sad. I missed community. I missed, I missed uh, not, not seeing people. But, That's right. But man, the way that we are, have been utilizing social media, everybody across the board, you do feel a sense of connectedness was just not the same no you know how i am ben like from day one you looked at me and you knew like i don't like this yeah i know i know like i like the routine i like the conversations yeah i love to spend time with people so but you know what it's been a great week as far as it has um taking what is a tough situation and yeah. doing the best we can with it so yeah yeah hope everybody i hope everybody's doing good out there yeah and uh we you know we want participation candy is facilitating candy heath is over there she's in a robe this morning facilitating so um welcome candy <laughs> mrs belvedere i didn't think i could wear a robe this morning but uh hey can i just start off with um just a, a short passage that i wanted to share this morning sure acts from two. the bible from the Bible. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Acts 2, I've just, it's really been on my heart, um, just just the nuts and bolts, and I know you'll, we'll circle around to this throughout the podcast. Um, Acts 2.42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the fellowship, the breaking of bread, and prayers. And you know, that, that doesn't mean coming to a place necessarily. I mean, we can be doing this together. It's amazing what technology has done. Yeah. And what it what it provides, and so, um, you know, and, and we've continued to adapt this That's week right. some of our ministry models and things to um, to reflect that, to continue to live that out while we're being quarantined. Right. And so, you know, it's been a popular thing this week. The church is not a building, right? Kind of a cliche, yeah. but quite honestly, that is it's more than a cliche. It's yeah, the so truth, true. right? And it has been encouraging to me to see. The interaction between believers, between churches, this week, uh, while we're in quarantine or mm-hmm. whatever isolation, um, just to continue to be the church, to continue to interact and connect with one another, because there's something way bigger going on yeah. um, than it just being a building, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so we'll we'll share a lot of a lot of content with you today, um, both from a practical standpoint and also, man, Justin, I'm excited about what I'm excited. Um, I, I joked about it in our little when we went live at nine a.m. <laughs> you just you're scheduled to preach, and we schedule these things out a couple yeah. months in advance. And um, your your Sundays, for whatever reason, just kind of keep getting jostled around. But I'm really excited about yeah about what you've I'm prepared forward today. To it. I'm looking forward to it. This year has been a uh... nothing but experience. <laughs> Talk about the year to observe as I know everything <laughs> that's uh, that's happening. Yeah, you're yeah. prepared now. I'm prepared. That's Hopefully right. we don't have another one of these for another hundred years, but you're prepared. I am if prepared. We do, for, every, right? I, for everybody I, I else. Down in my journal. For everybody else that's wondering, we'll release the preaching schedule so you'll know when to expect the next public catastrophe when Justin's <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, when Justin's on. <laughs> they're going to start blaming Chip. I guess you have the final word, so they're going to be blaming you. Um, hey, one fun thing before we get into it this morning. Um, Michelle from the Country Gourmet reached out to me and... Uh, I've just 
it's just been amazing to see our community rally, rally together. I saw the the Hawks thing was going on yesterday. That, was, that just, was really cool. Yeah, so phenomenal. And just that that hashtag all in Napoleon. I think when when Mr. Belcher came up with that, I don't think he can. I mean, maybe I, I know this was his hope was for this to have the kind of impact that it has in a unifying effect. But man, never never could we imagined in this Huge. way. Yeah. But in crisis, it's working. Right? Yeah. We're oh, coming yeah. together. We're not yeah. splintering. Yeah. So, so cool. what we want to do is we want to we want to promote engagement. If our core values are worship, connect, serve, mm -hmm. one of the things we're we're using this time for is is connection. This is why we're uh, you know we're doing it this way. And so, I I want I want these comments to be blowing up because I want community to be happening, even That's sub right. conversations while we're talking about these <clears throat> things this morning. This is a place where the church gathers. 10 a.m. Sunday morning. That's right. The church is gathering. And so, anyways, with the Country Gourmet, um, Michelle offered a uh, uh, to give a gift card away to um, those that are in this drawing, in a raffle drawing. And let me tell you how to get that draw into that drawing. I want to see a picture of you and your family engaging with us this morning. It doesn't matter if you're still in your pajamas or your bathrobes or whatever. Even better. We want to see the pictures come on in. You know what? What's I'll, it worth to you, right? <laughs> I'll throw an extra $5 in for most creative way of, of most creative yes. picture. <laughs> Can you have to monitor the <laughs> pictures? Monitor the feed as they Good come luck in with over that. There. But no, just because it just, it does, it gives a sense of belonging and connectedness yeah. and togetherness. And that's what we're, that's what we're all about here. And so. He must be coming in. <laughs> yeah. Chip already, or your wife yes. noticed the trumpet on the shelf. So yes. we'll get into that oh, a little man. bit later. It's going to yes, be good. Yes, we will. So, all right. Well, um, let's jump into just, uh, just a funny little tidbit before we get going this morning. And then we'll dive into the to the meat and potatoes. So this is five things that I learned this week. Number one, there will always be a need for the office. Uh, and what will it mean for, number five, uh, I guess. for the wider region? I think one of your children has just walked in. Have I mean, you guys shifting, seen this video? This is shifting sands in the I didn't region. I realize this is arm barter in real. the face. Um, I would be surprised if they do. <laughs> There she comes, uh, babysitter. Um, this is so ridiculous. I couldn't boy. believe. My bad. <laughs> you had one job. You had a really cool job. slide. <laughs> Safe at third base. <laughs> Rips the kids out of the dra Dragging them. Uh, it's stuck. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait for it. And there she is. Um, North Korea. North, uh, South Korea. Sorry about that. My apologies. <laughs> Number four. Uh, I found that I'm watching Marla more than Governor Mike. Marla. She's become a she's become an internet sensation in Ohio. For yes, she, she has. has. Yes, she has. They're not related, correct? No. Okay. No. Because they kind of look like they could be related. They're not. It looks like Dana Carvey. And she's in a box now too. Yeah, they. She's such a sensation that they had to put her in a That's box. This guy. She is fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, I've 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 learned and appreciated uh, teachers. <clears throat> my wife. Is one and uh, what game is what show Super, is supermarket sweeps? Supermarket. Oh yeah, used to this used to come on right after the Price is Right. Uh, yeah, on Saturdays. What? Is a good deal. Oh, yeah, and Ken watched it. Ate his mac and on cheese Saturdays? And on Saturdays. Yeah, on yeah, Saturdays. I, during the man. weekday, actually. Hey, in Iowa, like everything's a decade behind, so I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Okay. Oh man. 3B, I'm going to say 3B because I just thought this was funny on the long lines of teachers, homeschool teachers. We feel you just like that spanking some prayer back in school. I tell you what, man, some of the videos from moms this week hilarious. Like just dealing with the whole new uh -huh. job role oh, that yeah. they have. Have you guys seen the my coworkers stuff? Yeah, where they talk about my coworker. To, yeah, yeah, spilled my coffee today and yeah. stole my iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my coworker woke me up by jumping on my bed this yeah. morning. <laughs> uh, number two, you know, in all seriousness, just kind of circling back around to this idea of you know, number two, we continue to be all in Napoleon. We continue yeah. to come together as a community, um, and it's just it's such a cool thing. It really is. It really is. Uh, and then number one, we continue to be the church. That's right. Um, it's 
again, this has been an unprecedented week where we continue to find ways for the gospel to be shared. Um, and so that's my... Uh, five things. That's my five things this week. I started with 10, but I think I only learned five, so... <laughs> Always kind of had struggles with that, right? Yeah. You know, before we yeah. move into the meat and potatoes of what we're doing, just wanted to take you back to why we're doing it this way. Um, yeah. We have the ability to create just an online service with a worship team and a teaching on the stage. And um, we might do that. I don't know. We're just playing it by ear. But we really, really, really want to continue to have an interactive kind of setting. Yeah. And we want to teach the Word. We want to have those conversations like we have been. We haven't stopped the series we're in because we just believed in teaching the Word every week systematically. Mm -hmm. And yet, we wanted to create a format where it's interactive for you guys. And so, as Justin teaches today, um, for a few moments, we have some conversation about it. We really, really want you to interact with us also. Yeah. Send in your questions. Send yeah. in your, uh, your comments. Uh, I know we did it last week. It was probably new. But now you know what's coming. And so, uh, interact with us. Let's have a conversation around scriptural truth and continue to grow in our grace and the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so that's why we're doing it this way, at least for these few weeks, and, and why we believe in this is we are teaching, but we're doing it in a way that it's conversational style. Yeah. We believe that could be hugely beneficial to you and your families. Yeah. And so we encourage you as what we talk about from the scriptures are taught, we just encourage you to have those conversations with your kids, with your your family that's sitting around. It's yeah. not church. It's a little different. Take yeah. advantage of the opportunity we have yeah. as we continue to understand what it means to live a lifestyle of generosity. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, you know, we, we'll, we're doing worship and prayer right? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning, 8 a.m. I hope you'll join us for that. Yeah. We're going to be streaming that. Yeah. Um, morning devotionals Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. So we really are worship, connect, serve, and we're we're constantly looking for ways to just shift our focus from ways that we can we have done those to now creative solutions of continuing to live out our core values. That's yeah. exactly right. A little sideline here, Ben and I have, uh, was chatting with him today about this week doing a, a live prayer meeting. Yeah, where you can send in live. In real time, just prayer requests. Yeah, and uh, I'll be praying with you over those. Uh, we need to we, we we need to be praying together, right? And I know you're praying where you're at, but there's something powerful about coming together. Two or three are gathered together. Yeah. You know, just the power of that. So, um, yeah, that's the why behind wh why it looks like this and why we're doing the live this. weekly grind. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, can I open us in prayer this morning before Absolutely. we get into it? Yep. Hey, Father, we come to you this morning from wherever we are at, God. We give ourselves to you. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in our lives. Lord, even in their midst, I just, I'm reminded of Philippians 4 and just, just, just considering whatever circumstance that we're in, God, Lord, that we can count it as joyful, that we can rejoice because we know, we know where we stand in your kingdom. Yeah. Lord, and so, so just we give this time over to you. Lord, we're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. But most importantly, and the best part about it, is that we're going to have kingdom conversations this morning. Yeah. We're going to talk about your word. Lord, so we just pray in every household in this room right now, Lord, that you would enter and just fill our hearts, quicken our hearts, Lord, as we receive your word today. Yes. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Let's get into it. the heat of it. 
Generosity week three. Yeah. I, yeah. This is, I don't know about so all good. of you guys, but this has been just an incredible two weeks. And how appropriate, I think, that we're talking about generosity, not only on the financial side of things, but mm-hmm. we're going to get into time today. And we're going to get into talents next week. Yeah. But how appropriate in the midst of everything, in the midst of being kind of separated from one another, how we can continue to be gener- generous with who we are yeah. and make that, I mean, we're, we're kind of in the midst of a challenge right now. And we can say everything is good while things are good. But in the midst of this tough circumstance, are we really going to live out what we're saying, we're, what we're preaching from the stage? Yeah. So I think this has been absolutely amazing. I'm excited for today. Yeah. Um, I wanted to open up with this quote. Um, this is by C.S. Lewis. Put first things first, and second things are thrown in. Put second things first, and you lose both first and second things. And I, Chip, I think that's so appropriate with what we've been discussing regarding generosity. I mean, you've been saying from the very beginning, give, save, live. And I think if we, if we put those out of order in, in any particular manner, we do lose out on the second. If we put live before give and save, well, we're going to lose out on the giving and the saving. If we, even if we put save first, we, live out, we, we lose, we miss out on the power of generosity. It's going to get squeezed out. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. Absolutely. And so I think this quote, I mean, it, what an opening to yeah. understanding first things first. And when we put first things first, we get the second things as well. Yeah. But if we put second things first, then we miss out on everything. So... Um, I think it's really important. So today we're discussing the generosity of time. I, I think this is the foundation of it all. And honestly, I think if we, if we really dig into it, if we want to be generous with our money, with our talents, it begins with being generous with our time True. and understanding where, mm-hmm. how we're dedicating ourselves and where we're dedicating ourselves and our time, yeah. which, leads to, which leads to our actions. Um, I was really excited today in preparing, you know, like you said, because we plan the preaching schedule out weeks in advance. Yeah. I was getting so excited because I was like, man, I'm going to, I was reading through the book of Haggai. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard a sermon from the book of Haggai before. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is going to be something new. Well, you send me your notes and I'm like, book of okay. what? Yeah, right. I was like, it's going to be one of the minor <laughs> prophets. Like, so the first passage, I'm like, is he just going to read the book to us this morning? <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, and I was so excited for this. On the um, onset, though, I, I did say, though, after reading through everything, I was, yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. So. And so I, I wanted to use the book of Haggai as, as a demonstration because, honestly, yeah. we, we, we forget about the Old Testament. We forget about the minor prophets. We forget about the people of, like the Israelites. And we go That's straight the to the thing, New Testament. The prophets and those, those, yeah. those things, are, they're so, much, so often overlooked. So often. And honestly, it's one of those things where we see the Israelites— they are dealing with yeah. and struggling with the very same things same that things. we do deal with yeah. on a daily basis, yeah. on a weekly basis. And so how appropriate when we can look back into a people group's lives and how they dealt with it and their relationship with God and then yeah. make it applicable to our lives. So yeah. I wanted to dive in a quick context to the, the book of Haggai. Um, Haggai is a prophet. And right now the Israelites, they have just come out of exile from Babylon and the and the the primary purpose. Well, I think it was so cool because the king of Persia, he's like, "Hey, go ahead. I'm going to give you everything that you need, so that you can go back to Jerusalem." Now, this is a long trek, a long journey for him. But he's like, "You go back to Jerusalem, so that you can worship your God. You can rebuild the temple and begin worship all over again." This was the purpose. Yeah. This like he wasn't just letting him go just for the sake of letting him go. He was saying, "Go back and worship your God. Build the temple." Yeah. And so in the midst of all of this, the Israelites, they leave Babylon, they leave the exile, they get back to Jerusalem, and it's all great for a time, but then they experience some opposition. They experience some adversaries um, to the re- rebuilding of the temple. Yeah. And so they stop. And now this is where the book of Haggai comes in, because the book of Haggai, he's this prophet who says, who's, he's going to change direction for the Israelites. He's going to make them feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I think it's really cool with the, the generosity of time and how and how they respond back to that. Yeah, and you know, as as you were as you were kind of sharing just now, I, I happen to think um, I watched and just a reminder, Bible app. If you want to follow along with us, because they've got some, they've got a, the Bible project within the Bible app has a really good contextual video oh, for yeah. the book Bible of Haggai. Project is ha- yeah. And so um, <laughs> after we're done talking about this, you know. G- 
Uh, maybe you want to watch it with your kids or, or you want to just get a little bit more context into the backstory. Um, but follow along with us on the Bible app this morning. If you open up the Version Bible app, you go to more, you published it, right? <laughs> I did. This morning I did. <laughs> okay. More, and then you go into uh, events, and hopefully you're within distance. You're going to call where... me out right here on screen if it's not it's on there. there. Is there? It's All there. Right. there. <laughs> cool. Good job. But yeah, you can follow along with us because it's it's uh, some good stuff today. It really is. Yeah, so. it really is. So in this understanding of the book of Haggai, understanding the, the, the backdrop to it, um, we come to verse 2, and verse 2 just says this, Thus says the Lord of hosts, this people being the Israelites, this people says, the time has not come, even the time for the house of the Lord to be rebuilt. We just don't have the time. There's no time to build the temple of the God. Now, so you haven't made it. Yeah, if, if we, <laughs> but if, when you look at the context yeah. of why they're there to begin with, mm-hmm. it's this, to rebuild. Yeah, it's to rebuild. This yeah. is the primary purpose, and yet they're saying, Sorry. We've gotten distracted yeah. with our thing. Yeah. That's exactly right. And the right. first thing that needs to happen is the temple. Yep. But first things first, and you get yep. second things running. And yep. honestly, if we go on to verse 3, um, it says, Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while this house lies desolate? Wow, that is that is so convicting. Time out. Times yeah. have changed, right? I don't want a paneled house. Well, <laughs> Paneling's out right now, right? I don't know. Or it might be Ben's our vision. Yeah, ask Ben or my well, wife no, or Caitlin. Maybe paneling's have, back yeah, in. I, I don't know. I haven't watched. Anyway, side wait ten <laughs> seconds. Chip and Joanna lately. <laughs> um, man, you threw me way we off track there. So no, throw you verse off five. Today. Now they did have good stuff. <laughs> You're just reading. Keep going. Thus says the Lord of Hosts: Consider your ways. Yeah. You have sown much, but harvest little. You yeah. eat, but there is not enough to be satisfied. You drink, but there is not enough to become drunk. You put on clothing, but no one is warm enough. And he who earns, earns wages to put into a purse with holes. Honestly, I think this is so... So here we have the Israelites. Their primary purpose is to come and worship yeah. God. Yeah. They are a delivered people. Who they are, their very identity stems from being with God, having time spent with God. I, He's the one who provided the way. Exactly. He's yeah. the one who put it on the king of Persia's heart. Yeah. And yet they're saying, my time is too precious. They act like, yeah. I'm going to do all of these other things right. and worry about myself. I, I, right. In thinking about the context of this, um, the illustration that came to mind was, was that of a football player who's been recruited to come to a university. And the coach says, I want you to come here to make a name for this university. And the football player's like, yeah. I'll do this. This is who I am. I'm going to make you known in the midst of going all out for you. Well, once college gets started and all the kids are back and all the clubs, organizations, activities are going, the football player is like, wait a minute. I want to make a name for myself. I want to secure a spot on the campus for myself, become yeah. the most popular guy. Yeah. So he starts putting aside practice, lifting, watching film, starts getting involved in all the other things. And he t- starts telling the coach, I just don't got time. I don't have time for the practice. I don't have time for watching film or lifting. And the coach t- says to him, dude, the only reason I brought you to this university was to play football and make a name known. See, if the football player would just realize if he'd go all out for the football team, if he'd go all out for his primary purpose, mm-hmm. if he'd spend his time and be generous with his time for the football team, the coach is going to provide everything else that right. he needs. Coach is the reason he's there in the beginning. Exactly. And the coach is going to give yeah. him everything yeah. right. to make his college experience the most successful and most fulfilling possible. But the football player, he clearly doesn't believe that. Yeah. He doesn't see, he doesn't recognize his, the primary purpose. And I think to a certain extent, it's the same for us. And so here we have, we have the Israelites who are doing everything they can except for doing everything they can for God. Isn't this verse like one of the most powerful in the Old Testament? Yeah. I've always yeah. thought this verse, verse 6, is so applicable to us. So much so. As 21st century that. Americans. Yeah. And that whole earned wages to put into a purse yeah. with holes. And, and, and the crazy thing is, it's not like the Israelites are doing anything inherently bad. It's not like they're just sitting down doing nothing, waiting right. for something. Right. They're working. They're earning. They're doing right. the things that are necessary 
for a livelihood. They're providing for their family. They're getting food on the table. They're earning their wages. Well, how often does good become the enemy of great, though? Exactly. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm just kind of being apathetic. I'm doing good things. Yeah, but God wants so much more out of your life. I'm he following the moral code yeah. God has prescribed. Yeah, it's like, right. then you, you've missed it then. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, honestly. It, it comes, I mean, it should hit Christians just as hard as anybody else. You have sown much, but harvested little. How mu- how, yeah. how often do we spend a lot of our time doing so much stu- church stuff, but yeah. then turn church around stuff. and be like, yeah, but I didn't have time to pray this week, but ex- yeah. you know, I... I did this Bible study with these people and went and did this and this and this and this, which those are all great things to do, right? But mm-hmm. we, we just made ourselves busy. We haven't made ourselves followers. Of That's exactly right. I don't think the, the issue with generosity isn't that we need to find more things to spend our time on. It's prioritizing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's prior. It's, it's the order. It's, again, putting first things Keeping first. The so main that thing, yeah. Exactly. And honestly, I think for me, the, the, we said this last week, when it comes to generosity, it's, it's understanding... I'm not trying to find more things to spend my money on or do or spend my time on. It's being able to say, God, I'm giving you my time. I'm going to spend my time with you because this is, honestly, as, this is why it's so applicable to us. We are Christians. In the same way that the Israelites were a delivered people, as Christians, we too are a delivered people. Yeah. We've been set free from the bondage of sin. And our very identity stems from right. being with God. Spending our time with God first and foremost, and then allowing Him, trusting Him to guide where our time is. Because of the weight of our salvation and what He's done, the natural inclination should be to give to Him. That's exactly right. We're the football players. Right? Wow. I can't help but think of you first. Yeah. I can't help but uh, prioritize you in my life first. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, when and so in the same way that the Israelites then... When they stopped worshiping, because they started off strong. They started rebuilding that temple. They got the sacrifices going. But in the midst of when they stopped, it's because of their lack of belief. They saw the opposition come. They saw, and I guess for us as Christians, life hits them. Kids happen. Busyness of the schedule occurs. And we feel like we need to do more and more and more to gain a better reputation within the, the city maybe. Maybe it's a better reputation within the church. We do everything that we need to do. Um, saying yes to every possible thing, all the while neglecting doing anything with God. Yeah. It might be the good thing. It might be the church thing to do. Well, and it's been sobering. I mean, I've, I was FaceTiming a, a good friend of mine this morning, and mm-hmm. we both love just serving and being busy and, and that kind of stuff. But what this what this whole pandemic has done is really forced me to step back, yeah. forced me because you know where it came down to with us is, is our output greater than our input? Hmm. What are we? What are we? What are we bringing in that time spent away with God? I mean, you look at the way Jesus lived his life and how often he would retreat. That's exactly right. And uh, he had so much to give because of that. But it all started with time with the Father. Yeah. And this week has just been such a blessing to me yeah. because of my for my spiritual health and walk. Time with the Father, oh, then yeah. time with the twelve. Right, he knew his, and then time for broader ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and our lives should probably they should mirror that time yeah. with the Father, time with those that were discipling and being discipled by. Yeah, that's how I give my time first of all. Yeah. Right, I, can I live every week and say I cannot live without time with the Father, time with my group or my people or whoever's pouring into me, and I'm be, and then. I am, I am freed up to then live, to live. life, That's exactly and out right. of that living life, minister to people. But I tell you what, it's hard. Oh, that it temptation. Is. I mean, even I, I think. I mean, even as someone who is learning this, I'm not in full. T- I'm not leading a church right now. I'm not in this full time pastor mode. But even as someone who's in seminary and who's working here at the church, mm-hmm. it, it might seem like, oh well, you guys are always in the Word. You guys are always. But yeah. believe you me. One of the things I've learned, I can't count my time as preparing for a sermon as my time with God. No, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it is time with God, yeah. but it is not my time where I can sit down and allow God to truly fill my life, where I'm yeah. feeding off of Him, being filled with Him. This, is, this is a good reminder. Terry, just share with us. says, God desires to work in us long before He desires to work through us. Oh, that's us. good. Thanks, Terry. That's, that's, that's good. Just, 
So true. Yeah. As far as and being think about wind. with your like your uh, your wife. Just picture it, Justin. <laughs> it's you. coming someday. But like the the idea of having those face to face times with them, where you really connect. You can share things together, doing things, activities, going to this event, going here or there. That's good, but you absolutely have to have those times when you look in each other's faces, when you connect at that deep level. Uh, that that fuels everything else. And so often, I I see with marriages like they just done a lot of activities and events together. They've never really connected. Yeah. And no, I mean that's I mean that's where I'm at. I've I kind of it's funny you say that because just last night and this morning I've just felt com- convicted that, um, Kristen, I love you. I've I've I am all about my son, and all about getting on the floor and playing with him and doing doing this together with her. But but you're right. What about what about that time where it's just you two? It's that quality time because mm-hmm. there's. Because, yeah, all that other stuff is great and, that's, and, and that's good. That's the way it's supposed to be with us important. and God. Yeah. God you is saying, connect with him. you need that. Otherwise, what do you, I mean, if you, if you don't talk to Kristen, you just starve the relationship right. of that needed. Right. And for you as, as, as someone who's married, I mean, we know that you and Kristen have become one. And if you are starving that relationship, you're starving yourself, your very identity. And God's saying, look, worship me first, and I will take care of you. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think it really comes down to this. I mean, what if... Time with God is the beginning of all else falling into place. I mean, God's saying here in the in the very first so few true. verses, where like you are you are doing you are going one hundred and ten percent, but it means nothing because you're doing nothing with me or for me. Yeah, I am the ultimate provider, and so we have to ask ourselves: Do we really believe that? Do we really believe? Because if we wake up in the morning and go all day long, mm. and we say, "I just didn't have time today," then we make ourselves to be no better. And this is convicting for me yeah. because there are days where I, I get to the end of the day, I'm like, man, did I spend time with God today? Was I in the Bible? Yeah, it's my job. But that I truly sit down and reflect on who God is in my life and what he's done for me. And to listen to his Holy Spirit yeah. speak to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I mean, this is, this, is, this is crazy awesome. I want to go on to verse 7 again. And again, God is saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Again, he's saying, consider your ways. Look at, look at everything that you're doing. You're going 110%. You're spending all your time and energy. But how far are you really coming? And going into verse 8, go up to the mountains, bring wood, and rebuild the temple that I may be pleased and be glorified. That I may be pleased and that I may... There's a, there's, there's, worshiping God is a twofold purpose. So that he might be pleased and so that he might be glorified. And honestly, so not only are we a delivered people, mm-hmm. but we are the living temples of God. I mean, we, we read that in the New Testament. We are the living temples. Yeah. And so when God is telling the Israelites, go rebuild my temple, take care of it, this should become so real for us as Christians and taking care of us as temples of God so that he might be pleased within us and that he might be glorified because of us. I mean, how incredibly powerful, powerful is that? I mean, when we realize that we are the living temples, when we realize that this is who we are, we can do nothing but. Otherwise, we become just like the the torn down, burned down. And what was the purpose of the temple? To show God's presence. To connect with God. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. To connect with God so so that he might dwell with us. And be glorified by us. And that's who we are today. Amen. So yeah. that God can dwell within us. Yeah. And if we aren't if we aren't creating a space for God in our lives, then again we're we're, we're continuing to starve our very beings. And listen, how the timely time how timely is 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 this passage, is this uh, this story, this message for us today? Yeah. Where there is literally zero excuse. <laughs> because I even I mean, again, I'm talking to the guy this morning. And they produce food. They're actually busier at work right now. Mm. <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't matter. We have to remember where where we need to be rooted at. Where how, what are we doing to put first things first? <laughs> because guess what? You're gonna thrive in that environment. That's exactly right. If you're putting God first. That's exactly right. And it takes faith and trust to believe in that. But you will absolutely thrive on the other side of that yeah. if you just 
if if we're disciplined enough, and I'm speaking to myself in this, Amen. If I'm disciplined enough to just to just put Him first in these things, give my time to Him, man, it's yeah, huge. I think so. I just want to close out these three verses here because I think these these next three verses they're they're tough when we when we hear them, but I think when we get to the context of it, they truly are helpful. So in verse nine, you look for much, but behold, it comes to little. When you bring it home, I blow it away. Why, declares the Lord of hosts, because my house, which lies desolate, while each of you runs to his own house. Therefore, because of you, the sky has withheld its dew and the earth has withheld its produce. I called for a drought on the land, on the mountains, on the grain, on the new wine, on the oil, on what the ground produces, on men, on cattle, and all the labor of your hands. Yeah. What if... Time prioritized above God is actually time without God. You know, these can, be, these can be tough verses. When we see that God is the one saying, I am the one who, who caused the drought. I am the one who didn't let dew come from the heaven. And when we wrestle with that, like, why would God do that? Well, I think, Ben, you hit on it. Because the first and foremost, if you were not worshiping God, if we're not dwelling with God, we're, we're completely missing it. And if God is our parent, it's, it's kind of like the way I like to think about it is um, if we're the children and we want to be eating ice cream for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, to us, that is a good thing. Like we are, we are living off that ice cream. But God's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to allow you to have that ice cream until you understand what's truly important in life. I'm going to give you the sustenance. I'm going to give you yeah. the substance of what you need, and that's me. Because unless you are truly taking in the substance of what you need mm-hmm. to go on with your life, nothing else matters. It'll all fall short. And so well, when and not only back to that illustration, the <laughs> the results of eating ice cream. Right. God, God wants us Dude, to have, consider him as our life source because he is the source of life, right? Yeah. Like, time spent with him just doesn't glorify him. Mm-hmm. It's also for our good. It brings us fulfillment. Absolutely. Exactly. It works right. hand in it's hand. It's for our growth. It's for our productivity. I mean, this, uh, this idea of like, if God can withhold all of that, how much better would it be if he's the one providing it? Absolutely. We don't have to provide that for Absolutely. ourselves. And God's saying, spend time with me. Allow yeah. me to work in your life and I will provide. I mean, the coach is telling the football, football player, look, dude, if you come in and you start watching film, if you start lifting weights, if you start practicing with the team, yeah. I'm going to give you everything that you could possibly need. We know this. Yeah. I mean, football and, and universities say is... is Top game, man. You're Tutor, provided for. Tutors. Oh, everything. Great food. Yeah. Great apparel. And so if a football player would come and say, nah, it's not, there's no time for that. Mm-hmm. You and I, we're going to look at him like, dude, you're crazy, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. And how much more so is it with us and God? You know, I think every youth pastor that would listen to this would like stand up right now and like start waving a hanky and running around the room like going crazy because this is what we hear from students all the time right now. Like this is what they're, they wake up at seven, they scramble to get ready to go to school, they go to school, they get out of school, they go to practice, they get out of practice, they go home because they have five hours of homework to do and it's already eight o'clock and they're just scheduled out to the max. And I feel like maybe my my generation on up yeah. we've, we've kind of failed mo- uh modeling um time alone with God and prioritizing the time alone yeah. with God so we're we're just telling them oh you got to be doing something you got to get involved with something you got you can't have free time we've never taken the time to like model like hey take a sabbath moment here it's okay for you maybe not to to be involved in so much right now so that you can spend time with God and then going forward you're going to you're going to experience the the richness that that provides yeah. And then when you get back into a season uh, of your life, whether it's a sports season or school season or wh- whatever, like you're going to realize, oh, man, I need that. I need that. I need to go back to that. All, right now, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's uh, any conundrum to us that this, this current gen-, gen Z is the most um, anxiety-ridden, depressed-ridden generation that we've had because they just go, 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 go all the time. Yeah. And we've told ourselves, like, that's a good thing. Like, yeah, we need yeah, to keep idle pushing. hands. Idle hands are the devil's plaything. You know, like, I've heard that phrase over and over again. And really, like, when have we taken time to, like, teach our kids, hey, why don't you just take a breath real quick and, like, read. Read the Word. Mm-hmm. Pray. Like, make that a priority in your life. Um, and I just think that if we would do that, 
and we model that for this generation, like that would help them out so much. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we have to think to ourselves, if we are prioritizing time above God, before God, is our time even worth it? Mm-hmm. Because if, if, if God isn't involved in what we're doing, is it even worth it to do it? It's like pouring money in a purse that has holes. Exactly. It just it's and, but, I mean, again, it comes to that, do we really believe that? Yeah. I mean, again, this is, this is I'm convicted just yeah. sitting here because how often do we say, man, there's so much to do. There's so much to be done. I mean, with every club, organization, thing that I can get involved in to make everything around me great, but the thing God is saying, I will make things great in your life. And when I say great, I'm not saying necessarily like this isn't a wealth, uh, prosperity gospel aspect. He's going to bring contentment where there is none. He's going to bring peace in the midst of the chaos. He's going to bring certainty in the midst of questioning. This is what God is saying. There's nothing greater than the peace of God that transcends all understanding. And honestly, as we, as we move forward, I think this is so powerful. When we understand that we are a delivered people, first and foremost, our purpose is to glorify mm-hmm. God. And when we realize that we are temples of God, that our very being stems from God dwelling within us, that we need God, then we begin to understand, man, my time, first and foremost, like, again, going back to that quote, going back to what you were saying, Chip, give, save, live. We see that modeled within Christ's life. Mm-hmm. Give first. Give your time first to God, and he will direct where it needs to have. Save it. This idea of saving can be held within the tight-knit community of our, of our Christian yeah. church together. Having relationship with you guys, understanding who your close friends are, who your close spiritual gospel-centered friends are that you can save and be built up in, and then you can go out and live to, to the furthest extent. And honestly, so we can't replace the Bible. We can't replace reading the Bible for podcasts and sermons. Amen. We can't replace, yeah. we can't replace community, gospel-centered community with online church. As good as this may be. That includes our podcasts and our live That's church. exactly right. There's no substitute for you it, being That's in exactly the right. You can't replace Bible. Yeah. You can't yeah. replace community. And you can't replace prayer. Yeah. If, you're not, if you're not spending, if we are not spending our time with God in the midst of reading his word, praying, and being in community, then we're continuing to starve ourselves out. And I continually come back to this, you know, in our, our other things that we do around here. But uh, just being a dad has totally opened my eyes to a new facet of the father that I never understood before. Mm-hmm. And this may be pushing boundaries in our quarantine time, <laughs> but there is no greater joy than my son just running to me and spending time with me. Yeah. And, um, and just, just wanting to be near me. I don't, I don't, I don't need him to do things in order to impress me. I don't need him to do this and this and this and um I just I just I just want him to show affection to me. Yeah. Let me walk that out a step further because and kind of tying this in is when your son spends time with you he gains some of the most necessary things for him to then oh, yeah. live life. Mm-hmm. Confidence. It's good. good. Assurance. Mhm. It's like seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom yeah. of God. And then all these things. I found that when I spend time with God first, I am more efficient. Mm-hmm. I am more healthy. Yeah. I am not I'm not wasting time in fear and anxiety. Yeah. Like this principle of giving yeah. him the first of my time yeah. actually ends up all those other things yeah. being added to me. Yeah. You I, know? Yeah. Uh, if if I can, I just want to close with this last with this last scripture here. We find it in, in Luke. It's the story of Mary and Martha, where Christ is visiting with them. That's good. And we know mm-hmm. the story of Martha, and she's running around trying to do all the things. Again, nothing inherently bad. Yeah. She's trying to provide and host and take care of yeah. Christ. Yeah. And look what look what he says. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things. I mean, she's running around trying to get everything, and she's what is she? She's resentful towards Mary. He's what, look, I mean, Mary here is, but only one thing is necessary. The good part. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken yeah. away from her. You know, one thing I think that to point out from this passage, too, is that culturally, Martha was doing exactly. That's exactly right. I mean, it, when you look at the culture of the day, Martha was doing everything that she was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. 
And Jesus was the one that came along and said, maybe culture has it wrong. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe spending time with Jesus. It's okay to just sit. Yeah. To do nothing but to dwell and bask in who God is for our lives. Doesn't that sound familiar in our culture? Like, why would you take a Sabbath to rest yeah. and honor yeah. God? Why would you do, do time a devotional is money. time? Yeah. Gotta, time is yeah. money. Money yeah. is time. Time is money. Yeah. Yeah. Be productive. Be, and we're and the Lord right here through that through that small story is reminding us. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing he's better. Gonna, he's going to direct our time steps with me. Yeah, yeah. He'll take care of it. He'll take care of it. We don't need All to continue. These other things. We don't yeah. need to continue adding more things to our lives and to our yeah. schedules. Thinking yeah. like, hey, this is how I'm going to be fulfilled. I'm building my, my reputation. But God's like, dude, just spend time with me. Yeah. And I'm going to take care of the rest. We are, sure. I mean, we're told Ephesians 2.10 was what? That he has created good works for us. Mm-hmm. We don't have to create the good works on our own because he's already created them for us. Mm-hmm. And all we need to do is be generous with our time. First, give our time to him. Yep. Yeah. And he will take care of the rest. Good word, man. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's, yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, time and... uh and money, what do you think is more valuable? Well, you know, I was talking to you about this earlier, like as I was thinking through this. Um, it's amazing how so often people give time but not money, right? Because of what they value, where they're at in life. I've always noticed that people who have money consider time to be more valuable. And I think that whatever spectrum you're on, uh, God is saying, listen, all of it's valuable to me, but time is something that you cannot get back. You can't buy and sell, correct? Yeah. 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 And so for me, I would say time is is more valuable. I Just observing people who have money, yeah. they value time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if we... When we when we spend time with God, if we're generous with our time with God, He's going to lead us how to we how we can be generous with our money. Both, if we're, yeah. If, yeah, if we are soaking in yeah. God's presence, yeah, He's prioritizing our life. That's exactly right, yeah. and He's going to lead how we can. And that goes along with talents too. Mm-hmm. He's going to lead us how how we're generous with our talents and how we're, we're generous. They're both with our valuable, talents. Ben. I guess is the uh, the the answer non answer, but Just I tend to, to think that time dude. is the one thing. Like I remember Steve Jobs when he died, like what he wrote hmm. That's as he died as a billionaire, that yeah. note he wrote to his daughter or whatever and said, listen, I don't have any more time. I have money to buy yeah. basically You're always gonna islands, you know, Yeah, but time's done. It's finite. So yeah. It's good, man. Why don't you uh, pray over this? Yeah. Pray us yeah. out, man. Father, we come to you this morning. Um, inside these walls, outside of these walls, we come together as one body, united in one spirit, one church, united through you spiritually, God. And so we come to you now and we, God, I, I pray for myself that you would give me the courage, that you'd give me the strength the ability to persevere, to continue seeing that you yes. are the most important thing. Yes. That all of my goals, all of my ambitions, they all fall short without you. God, I pray for all of us right now that you would allow us in this time that of this forced slowing down to begin to understand, to begin to realize who you are to us, that we, without you, are going at 110% mm-hmm. to move nowhere. God, lead our steps, direct our steps. Remind us of your presence in our lives each and every day so that we cannot forget about who you are and what you're doing in our lives. Mm-hmm. And finally, Father, we, we, we thank you for who you are. You are God who provides. You are God who heals. Mm-hmm. And right now, in the midst of everything going on, Lord, first and foremost, we, 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 we cry out to you asking that you would, uh, that you would heal, that you would remove this virus from the earth, because we know you can. But God, even if not, we will continue to glorify you mm-hmm. and lift up your name. We thank you for your son and the forgiveness of our sins, the ability to even be a delivered people worshiping you. Yes. And we pray all this in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.
Thanks, man. Well, hey, we've had a uh, we've had a big week. Um, think we maybe need to check in on our um, meme reviews. Meme reviews. <laughs> That's okay. I think so. I have not seen these meme <clears throat> reviews. So. <clears throat> no. I am in. Bring it on. Okay. High state of anticipation. Okay. Well. Well, number one. So when when my wife first saw this the other night, she laughed so hard she was crying, and then uh, and then we uh, like went on like five minutes later we moved on to something else. So she starts laughing and crying all over again, and she shows me her phone. She's looking back at the dog. Is that you, Rona? Is that you, <laughs> is that you Rona? That you, Rona? <laughs> Perfect dog for that too. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. All right, number, uh, or I guess I don't have any numbers on these. Just oh, like yeah. that, we're all telling This is us today. <laughs> yes. This is the face of your new televangelist. <laughs> all four of us. Here we are. I have no comment. So I appreciated that one. <laughs> I'm ordering my jet next week. <laughs> yeah. Some of us have more don't planes start. than others. Don't start. Uh, I liked this one. Honestly, we hadn't planned this. It's really a meme. It's a tweet. I didn't plan on giving quite this much. I know. <laughs> Just don't take a drink during this segment, man. That's good. It. I like that. You're going to lose it. Uh, Chip, you kind of shared this one. doesn't oh, even matter because tomorrow we die at 2. 774 <laughs> degrees tomorrow at 2 p.m. Watch out, everyone. I want to test the AC today. <laughs> Make, Make sure, sure it works. Make sure it works. <laughs> Make sure it works. And finally... Chip, you will appreciate this one the most. Oh, man. Has yeah. anyone even oh let the Amish know what's going on yet? That is not social distancing. <laughs> Nobody is six feet apart there. Nobody is. No. Too close. Oh, they probably too, haven't even washed their beards. Too, <laughs> too close. So that is this week's uh, meme review. Those are good. That was some fun. Those were good. Hey, Those I just good. need to say, though, uh, send me some some funny ones if, if you guys come across them throughout the week because it's fun to feature these. It is, yeah. Just to get a good laugh. Again, it's just... Jesus laughed. He had fun. I'm reading this book right now that oh, you shared with so me, good. The Jesus I Never Knew. So good. Holy cow. Totally opening my eyes to getting me away from the, the Sunday school Jesus and all these other images mm-hmm. that our culture, that, are, that, that we've just kind of made for ourselves. So good. Jesus, Jesus was human. He, he, was, was, he was one of us. Yes. Shout out to Philip Yancey. Maybe he'll watch the podcast. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, wanted to uh, just include now some church business. Uh, Right Now Media, I know a lot of you have been using that. So right now, NAPNAS, if you text that to 41411, uh, there's tons of good content. You want to talk about just filling your time with something after after you've been in the Word and prayer. Hey, maybe that sports game was canceled or whatever. I mean, that's... That's how it is for me. Yeah. You guys sure. know I'm a NASCAR lover. And so you guys know still, that. Still causes <sighs> me to cancel all the races. Head. And so, uh, you know, so honestly, right now media. if I could throw a little, Ken shared something with me a few weeks back The Chosen. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. it's honestly, it's it, you want to talk about yeah. a way of getting an understanding for the context of, of culture and history yeah. back then of, in the time yeah. of Jesus. It, it really makes the story of Christ. Alive, yeah. yeah, kind of uh, yeah. takes you get it off. A, the, you get to see the culture in a different way. Like you, when you read scripture, you just see the 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 meat of it. Yeah, but the 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 chosen the app. It's just like an eight part mini series, and it but goes through good. kind of the calling of the disciples and yeah. and how Jesus like started and went about his ministry. But you see what's going on in culture, why it was you know taboo for some things to happen, and why mm-hmm. like we don't pick it up when we just read the words of Jesus sometimes. But when you put it into context, it makes way more sense. It's a good stuff so to do really for cool. ESPN. Yeah. This, uh... <laughs> yeah. It's true. What you been reading lately? So I'm reading on the a spot. biography on Paul by N.T. Wright. Um, Some light coffee table <laughs> material. It's like 500 pages. So. <laughs> of dense theology. But I tell you again, back to the, okay, mm-hmm. we read the bones of Scripture, uh, but the, the flesh, fleshing it out. Yeah. Like he yeah. does such a good job helping you understand Paul's background, yeah. Paul's perspective. Oh, so, so good, so good. It just totally Brilliant. opens up scripture in a whole new way. The more you're just understanding the background and the context and yep. and stuff, so good stuff. Yeah, yeah. What you been reading, Haggai? Haggai, <laughs> Haggai. Um, I've been, you know, just for for classes and seminary and whatnot, reading my leadership books. Uh, yeah, trying to that's good. Any Malpers in there? A little Malpers. Yeah. I mean, he is the DTS guy after all. They're so. always his Malpers. <laughs> They're always his Malpers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys can Google that if you don't know what in the world we're talking about. Yeah. 
Malpers. After we're done. <laughs> yeah, after we're done. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Ken, what you been hey, reading, man? Before before I get to that, Brian Helberg wants to know why your guys' haircuts are still so tight and close. If you guys have been social distancing. Because, uh, well, I got mine cut before they closed them down. <laughs> I did too. But shout out to Ash. He's the traveling barber now, buddy. Dude, so, is he traveling around? Is he, he is. Wow. That's what I hear. Making house calls? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I will tap into that since yeah, I don't either. I usually get one every Justin, few he doesn't go into basements, so. though. So he doesn't go into basements. Yeah. Um, Cody, so. who do you use? <laughs> Jacer. No Jacer is his barber. This guy. <laughs> Cody, I'll, I'll cut your hair. Ten bucks. I think uh, I could handle that. <laughs> Uh, but um, I, I just finished uh, uh, Simply Christian by N.T. Wright, and uh, if you've never read that before, it's kind of a newer version of yeah. Mere Christianity, um, mm. which is really good by uh, C.S. Lewis. Yeah. I also just started this one uh, this week, Spiritual Formation, so mm. looking forward to that. Good. I'm That's excited good this week. We were kind of crazy last week running around trying to get some different things set up, but I'm excited this week. I think just... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set like an entire afternoon every day. Mm. That's my goal is to just just read and pray and really be intentional on all the things that you've talked about sure. this morning. Development. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, wanted to share with you a couple things we also have going on around the church. Uh, Casual for a Cause, their uh, T-shirts are still on sale. You can get them online and then also pick them up. There's a look at our new website as well. You can kind of see how to get there, just click on the Casual for a ca- uh, Cause card there, and you can go down and select your shirt size. Uh, Are you going to talk about the website in a minute, or is it now? Uh, I don't know. Go for it, man. I just wanted to say a big shout out, Kalen Gray. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, for his work. Yeah. The website. Looks fantastic. Updated. It's awesome. It man. is. Yeah, it's that so guy simple, is, That guy's going to go somewhere. Yeah. And so it's been cool. Great work, Kalen. Yeah, definitely. Ben, ben and Kalen yeah. um, behind the scenes making that happen. But big shout out, Kalen. Yeah. Looks great. Uh, Easter Sunday. Hopefully. 7.30, 9.30. We're still planning on it. We might need to add like two more services because so. we're going to get, I mean, that'll be the first time everyone's allowed to come yeah. out of quarantine. I sure I'm hope, already. I hope I'm so. already hungry for I it. hope so because so. we have baptisms yes. as well that day. We need to figure out a way to do that or what that looks like, but we will definitely do that. So again, go on our website and you can um, – you can you can sign up. There's a card right next to the Casual for a Cause where yeah. you can we can sign up. You're talking about celebration. That's gonna uh, be one yeah. celebration of a Sunday. Yeah, yeah cool. definitely, definitely. And then uh, Easter extravaganza. That would be the day before. We're kind of backtracking a little bit, so all these things are tentative. But here's the thing. I mean, we're we're working a week out. We're, I don't. Yeah. We're not gonna. Yeah, I mean, not. we fully intend to, to be doing these things and, mm-hmm. and praying. Plan that way. Plan that way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And our Good Friday service the on that Friday as well. Yep. Now, again, yeah. I'm supposed to be uh, speaking during that, so who knows what's going to happen. So we're going to have an <laughs> earthquake in Ohio yeah. on that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to change Just take me now. off the schedule now. <laughs> Just take me off the yeah, schedule. No kidding. No kidding. Okay. Well, I got... Did I got, you want to mention If Gathering and uh, Men's Conference? Yes, so both postponed. Yep. Um, if you've already paid for those, uh, they're postponed. So if you would like your money back, you can you can uh, just contact the church office. Um, if not, we'll just keep you as paid. You're and good. When yep. we reschedule it, you know, we'll just kind of go from I there. I recommend that route. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's just simpler yep. for right now. Yep. Um, and then ARO, you want to talk about the missions? Yeah, we had a missions trip <laughs> scheduled for April down to Appalachian Reach Out in that county of Kentucky. Uh, we did have to cancel that trip. Uh, I do believe there's already been a reschedule on that in 2021. Information will be coming out with that. Good. But uh, one thing we wanted to do, especially in this time, is we were going to take a truckload down full of stuff that they need. Yeah, We're still going to do that. The truck's going to be here this Saturday. He's going to pull it into the parking lot. And then you can come and drop stuff off. And we'll, we want to fill that truck especially right now yeah. with all that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dan Cruz is going to take that truck down, and we can still do that. That's yeah. you know, that's in the parameters of what the officials are asking us to do. So next Saturday it'll come. It'll sit in our parking lot over that ne- the next Sunday, then the whole week, and to the next Sunday. 
So about eight days it'll be here. You can bring all the supplies. We've posted about what those are. You can look online and see what those are. But please, NAFTAS Missions has their own Facebook page absolutely. as well. And so as they post things, uh, we can be intentional on our, our main page to be yeah. sharing those things as they communicate them. Yeah. Yeah. Really, the, the website's the main hub. If you have questions, if yep. you have if any information. Head on over to napnaz.org. Napnaz.org. Yep. Everything you need. Yeah. Including a weekly schedule of uh, yeah. of just yeah. uh, things that we're going to be posting each week. Like I said on the onset of our podcast, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're devoting to uh, so morning good. worship and so prayer good. 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Join us in that. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, devotions. So yeah. something for every day of the week. Napnaz yep. Kids is crazy busy and two students. Mm-hmm. You guys had your live thing the other night. We did. How'd we did. that go? It was, it was really good. We had a good time. Jordan good. and Caitlin knocked out of the park. Um, we had really good group uh, engagement afterwards. I've awesome. heard nothing That's but fantastic. good things. Um, some groups like face did uh, group FaceTime, which worked out really well. Some groups just did text. Um, but everything that I've heard back from that has been really positive. So we're going to do that again this week. That is Wednesday night at 7. So you want to tune into that. You know, we might not be seeing each other like face-to-face, but I feel like we're almost more connected now than we really ever have been. I mean, we're just continually interacting with one another on a daily basis. That's what the kingdom does, right? Yeah. 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 We connect into each other's lives. Hey, one more thing I I wanted to throw out about the website. Um, For parents of older older elementary age kids and for junior high and high school kids, um, we included a resources uh, portion of the page if you go to the Into Students section. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff on there. It would be probably really handy to check out, especially in this time where you've got a little bit extra time to look at it. Um, some parent resources uh, just for all kinds of different subjects. And we put it on there, some websites you can go to to, to find out some really good things. So check that out. Cool. Yeah, thanks. All right, and finally, we have a word from our pastor. So, Cody, throw it over to the video there. (laughs) If you're still with us, this is for you. You made it all the way through. Is that that Keegan? Is that Keegan up there? (laughs) That picture has followed me. It's going to follow me to the end of my life. Hey, is that a King James Version Bible? A new King James. It's a big Bible. Oh, it was okay. a King James. That is a big Bible. Huge. <laughs> hey, one and thing the tie. We well, can't. You can't just go past the tie either. That's that's quality. Double-breasted blue suit. Who shot the couch? Who shot the couch? One thing I did want to share with you is, guys. Everybody is figuring out a new normal for a few weeks, and we have definitely given our heart and soul to connecting with you giving you the opportunity to, in the midst of this uncertainty, to be able to worship, to be able to pray, to be able to hear the Word and think about the Word and just try to guide you as you do your own personal walk with the Lord. One thing that's different is um, we rely on tithes and offerings, and this is unprecedented for us and every other church. And we just uh, continue to encourage you to continue worshiping the Lord through your tithes and offerings. You can do that online through PushPay. It's very easy. Um, a lot of people do that already. We would ask you to consider doing that. If that's not your thing, you can definitely mail uh, your monies to the church, or you can, uh, you can show up and, and drop off um, your money in the office. But uh, we just ask you to consider the fact that because you're not coming here and the normal routine has been affected, uh, we still are operating. We're full speed ahead. Do all we can. And we just remind you of the opportunities you have to continue to worship the Lord in this way and support the church as we continue to get through this difficult time. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're generous. You've always been generous. And uh, we just are so appreciative for that. Yeah. And so for offering special, we've had a lot of comments, requests. They've noticed the horn. They've noticed the horn. Play the horn, Play Cody the says. Horn. <laughs> I am not playing yes. the horn. There is no way. You, right I have there. not even. It's right there, though. It's right there. That, right that's there. yours, isn't it? Give the us one a send off, man. Give us a send off. I can't, guys. I, Just I think... give us a send off. Come no. on. <laughs> the valves were a little sticky, but you got Yeah, it, the valves were sticky. Again, I mean, Just who knows what'll you come out. You know what? Out. Next week, we're getting on to the generosity of our talents. <laughs> 
And if he's not convicted you know by what? that, that's I mean, I don't point. know. I that's think a good point. They call a out the pastor we here. We got the horn in there. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a six-second yeah. video. We can have a week-long petition about getting Chip to, to do this. Yeah, um, you're right. You know how that picture of me has stayed around for 20 years now and will continue to stay around? Me playing the horn on the podcast because will you probably were generous stay with your time to God and to the community, and it is just a reward that keeps on giving, a gift that keeps on giving. That will be a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> All right. We'll, see. well, unless you want to, nobody has anywhere to be, so I might as well keep chatting. It's true. Hey, final word. Ken, anything you want to share? I, I was. Out? Yeah, I was just convicted this morning. I need to. I need to model what it looks like to be generous with my time. That's good. Yeah. Good. Hmm. Cool. Um, I I'll go next. I just wanted to just draw your attention back to our website, napnas.org. From there, again, it's Kaylin totally redid everything, That's and great. it's 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 so good. But the the most the part I'm most excited about is just, it's so functional. We have quick links on there to all of our um, our social media outlets, to Right Now Media, to uh, uh, what was the other thing I was thinking of. YouTube. YouTube. Um, subscribe to YouTube because a lot of this stuff is on YouTube as well now. Uh, past content, whether it's uh, services, our morning prayer and yeah. worship is on Podcasts. YouTube. So subscribe, click the alert button because uh, that'll, that'll let you know when we have something new yeah. up. And so if you, yeah, never want to miss a moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, the biggest thing, going back to kind of what Ken was saying, is time without God even worth it. Yeah. I think that's just the biggest Sober. the biggest yeah. the biggest question for me. Is time Great without God on. and do I I mean do I really believe? Mhm. Yeah. So I think I would just simply say that based off the theme of what we've talked about this this week fitting so well into the current situation we're in. I would challenge you as you can as life slow, slows down. Would you spend some time with the Lord listening yeah. to him? Will you yeah, listen for his spirit as he encourages you, speaks into you? Mm, Will you get into the closet as Jesus called us all to and start giving the first of your time yeah. to him in prayer? Amen. It is amazing what he's going to do in your life as you do that. Yep. Yeah. Have a great have a great week. We love you guys. Yeah. We're praying for you. We Thanks, care guys. about you. See you soon. We're going to get through this. All right. Bye, guys.